Hey guys, it's Bradley with the Insurance Guys Podcast. You know, over the past year that we've been recording this podcast, Scott and I have met some amazing individuals and received some amazing advice. So we decided to do something for our audience that may or may not be able to listen to every single episode. We put together a white paper slash ebook of the top seven things that you must do in your agency in 2018 and 2019. We're giving this to you guys free as of right now. You can text the word book. B-O-O-K to 251-418-4724. Follow the prompts and you will promptly receive that book. Or you can email me at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. That's not going to be automated like the text, but you can receive it that way as well. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast hosted by yours truly, Scott Howell and the incomparable Bradley Flowers. For agents, by agents, we're here to share real-life experiences, tips, and insights related to all aspects of both being an insurance agent and running a successful agency. So sit back, turn up the volume, and let's get down to business. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader with I Protect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. Before we get started on today's podcast, please help me welcome. He is a six foot three sophomore, first team parade All American rivals, five star recruit. He is single handedly bringing the kindness revolution to the Mobile metropolitan area. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? I could tell that was going to be a good one. You just knew it, didn't you? Yeah, it's like when my son gets up to hit baseballs, and I'm like, I can tell by the way he stands if he's going to hit the ball or not. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where we are with that. Shout guys, out, Wyatt. Guys, shout out, Wyatt. Hey, guys, fired up about today's podcast. Before we get started, two things I'd like to talk about. Number one, me falling out of our new podcast chairs right before we came on the podcast today. He did. Uh, dude, his I, Instagram. I do have a broken left elbow right now, and we'll be seeking medical attention after this podcast. Number two, I am fired up about being on the podcast today with somebody that I think can really help you guys out. You know, he's been in the industry for a while. He's got a YouTube video that I actually loved watching. He's uh, About 30 minutes ago, I actually watched it. He is the business development coordinator, manager, president at Pinnacle Insurance. He is an endorsed local provider for Dave Ramsey, and he's been doing that since 2010. Loves him some Dave Ramsey. He loves the Minnesota Vikings. His team, he loves his team members at Pinnacle. He loves his referral partners. He loves his clients. He loves his beautiful wife, Sarah, and his two beautiful kids, Tatum and Ty. And he loves America. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the incomparable Mr. Troy Thompson. How you doing, Troy? Oh, my God. I am doing great. That is quite the introduction. I really appreciate it. You, Let's, ready, you ready to run through I a need, wall? I need, I need to take a step back here real quick. <laughs> Bradley Flowers. Were you really an All-American? Absolutely. Not. Absolutely really? he was. Yeah, in golf. Okay. And you were a hell of Football? a golfer. No, no golf. No, let let no, me tell no, you no. something. Bradley is about to <laughs> he's about to play the humble the humble thing. You know, we get so many guests on this podcast that don't want to talk about how great they are. Bradley was a fantastic golfer, got a scholarship out of high school. He is one of those guys that probably slow plays you to you get to the golf course. Yeah, well, I'm okay. And then you get out there, and he like shoots par for the entire course, mm-hmm. and you're like shooting a 98, and he's having to wait on you. And 
Scott, I'm meeting a listener from the podcast in Vegas this week to play golf. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, Troy, before that we get legit. before we get started, man, I want to say a couple things to you. Number one, I want to tell you again, and I told you off air, and I'm going to tell you on air how humbled I am and how grateful I am to have you on this podcast today. Okay, and you're our second well, Troy you. in a row. Second Troy in a row. The second thing I want to talk about is the Minnesota Vikings. Let's talk about I love my Vikings. Let's, let's talk, talk. Let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Where are we at right now? How are we playing through the first couple of games of the season? I have not been keeping up with the Vikings. I'm a Raiders fan. Keep in mind, this podcast is being recorded in September, <laughs> and we are like it's going to post okay. in November. I don't, so I don't care. I don't care. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when. Doesn't matter when it posts. Okay. I don't care. Okay. We're, no. we're going to talk about the Minnesota At this Vikings. Moment in time, they are two and no, they're one zero oh, and one. They tied. They tied. They had that weird tie crap. Wait, who was the tie? Yes. Against? Who was the tie against? The Packers. Okay. okay. Who I, that was a team. <laughs> like, oh, the I despised the most until the Eagles last season. <laughs> the Packers. Did your Did your office um, Did your office manager assistant tell you when she walked in your office that Bill Belichick with the Patriots was on the phone? No. Okay. That would have been awesome. Though. That is what I would have taken no, that call. That no. is what he told her. No, when 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 she answered, I wouldn't have put you guys on hold. <laughs> she just said it's those weird guys from Alabama. <laughs> no, when she answered the phone today, when we when we called you, we had our headphones on, and Bradley called, and I could hear what was going on on my side. And this this young lady answered. She said, "Hey, it's Pinnacle Insurance. Have you know, great day, blah blah blah." She said, "You know, may I ask who's, who's calling?" And I said, "Well, Bill Belichick, the head coach for the New England Patriots." And she said, okay, hold on just a second. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. That so, probably Bree. So, guys, let's talk a little bit. Our mission on this podcast is to help you agents in any way we can. We are about to do that today. Um, I, really, I, we're going to really help you today. I, yes. And let me say this. I want to talk about stuff today, real shit, that can really help these guys today, Troy. A couple of things I want to talk about. First of all, your YouTube video clip that I saw from Agency Nation – Let's talk a little bit about door knocking. And when I say the word door knocking, I'm talking about literally getting out of your car in a neighborhood and walking around and knocking on doors. This is something that you've kind of gotten back to doing. I know you've, you haven't you have done it for a little while here, but I'm very intrigued by that. Talk to, talk to our agents yes. about that. Well, I'm a little demented, I guess, because I do enjoy it. Mm. In fact, um, when I was in college, I worked for a company, uh, Southwestern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if any of your you guys have heard of it or any of your listeners. But basically, you go to a different state for the entire summer, a different city, and you sell books door to door for eighty hours a week. Wow! So that's where I learned about business and about sales. I learned way more with Southwestern than I even did in college. Yeah, so. but but here's a little dirty little secret about Southwestern that I think I know because I think sure. I've known some guys that did that before. If I'm not mistaken, you can make a you can make a pile of cash doing that. Can you not? Yeah. If oh, you, I'm talking about Southwestern yeah. Consulting. Yeah. 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 I have a, a good friend at Tennessee. Yeah, a good buddy of mine, uh, Jeff Brinson, who is actually a very good friend of Colby Jubinville, who we've had on the podcast twice, worked for Southwestern Consulting here in Mobile. Bradley, we need to figure out something we can sell door to door, like something really cool that when uh, you walk up the door. Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well we could do that. But I'm talking oh, about shit, I forgot I was in that business. <laughs> I mean we could we could do that. But I'm talking about something really cool. 
I don't know what it would be. I'll have oh, to By, by the way, Troy and everybody, we just had a little celebration here for my birthday, and, and it's my birthday's tomorrow. And well, happy we're, birthday. We're, thank you. We're about two champagne flutes deep right now. So. <laughs> well, 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 let's get back to door knocking yeah. because I can't sell All champagne door to door. So you're right. You know, in the insurance business, it's so funny how everything comes full circle, right? And, yep. and and when everybody stops doing that thing that everybody was doing like three years ago, it's like now's the time to jump in and do it again, right? Full circle. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't three years ago. I mean, most people stopped door knocking, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. No doubt. No doubt. But it's, it works more now than ever. Right. Because nobody's doing part. it. Nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it. Just like calling people on the phone. Nobody calls anybody on the phone anymore. They'd rather create automations and email and texting and oh, things gosh. like that social Not media that there's anything wrong with that no in fact i'm trying to learn that which was agency intelligence and hopefully we talk a little bit about that event i was at last week we will in vegas we will but before we do i want to get to jason cast does an awesome job with that event but before we get to that Absolutely. i want to i want to hear i want to i want to hear verbatim Okay, I want you to close your eyes and imagine you're walking up the sidewalk. You've parked your car somewhere in the neighborhood. I assume you park your car. You don't go to like one house and then move your car. You just park your car somewhere, right? You park it and go. Yeah, right. And so, in fact, my wife drops me off in the middle of a neighborhood, so I can't get back to my car. That is Strong. awesome. Strong. That is awesome. That's kind of like running. <laughs> I love that's that. That's kind of like running on the road versus a treadmill. Like you get out there a mile, you got to right. run back. You know. When Sarah listens to this podcast, and I know she will listen to this podcast, Sarah, that's what we like to refer to as tough love, right there. You're that's you're right. getting your ass sometimes. Go ahead. Yeah, sometimes it'll rain, and she doesn't come back for like another hour, and it's uh, it's painful. Hey, it works. Get your ass out of this car, and I'll come back when I'm ready to come back. That's kind of how that's working. Yeah, exactly. So, so you're walking up the sidewalk. You 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 walk yeah. up to the you walk up the three steps to the door. You knock th- what what three times on the door. I'm trying to create the exact thing sure. that you do here. Yeah, and I'll create the picture. You don't have anything in your hands. Love that. Except your cell phone. Right. So I, I'm listening to I, I'm listening to motivational stuff on my cell phone, which is kinda cool. But my cards are in my pocket and I have a little notepad in my other pocket. Uh-huh. And nothing else because like I don't baby, want them to think like a like a baby notepad, like the size of an iPhone five. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So you don't you have it. you don't That's have like the have little notepad. You don't have like the big briefcase or the computer or anything like <laughs> no, that. No, three vacuums. Because then they off. know you're a salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just walking up, and by the way, when the cops stop you, mm. they can't really stop you because you're not selling anything. Mm. You tell them you're an insurance agent, you can't sell anybody anything. You're just handing out information. That's true. Mm. But That's true. Um, I'll tell you what my new pitch is, mm. my updated, or and yeah, then yeah, what my yeah. old one was when I first started. The new one is this. Hi, my name's Troy Thompson with Pinnacle Insurance. I bet I could save you some money on your home insurance. Then I just shut up. That's it? Yeah, and then they might look at you for 10, 20 seconds, but the first person to speak loses. So I just Mm -hmm. wait, let them undigest what I just said, Mm -hmm. and then when they say something, then I'll pick it up. But you'd be amazed when you keep it that slow, and I probably said it kind of fast. Mm -hmm. You keep it very slow. I'm Troy, Pinnacle Insurance. I bet I could save you some money on your home insurance. And then you smile. And then what is the most... You'd be amazed at how many people are like, okay... And I bet, I bet a lot of times because, you know, you're not really, I bet you're not really dressed super professional, but you're not super casual either. You're right in the middle and you're, you're a good looking guy and they probably, and you don't have a computer with you. They probably think that you were at their neighbor's house or something like that. 
and, and you I just do ha- use that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Really and you have, and you, I have told some of their neighbors. Right, and you see their house, and they, they probably think, "Oh, he saw my house and thought I, he would have a good rate." That's why, you know what I mean? It's not, "Hey, he's he's a door to door salesman." Yeah, but see, here's my right, pro- here's right. my problem with this, Troy. I, I've got a big problem with this. Okay, I, right. I've seen I've seen you. I know how beautiful you are. When I walk up to when I walk up to somebody's wow. house and knock on the door, they open it and they're looking at Shrek. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, right. Come on, now. they're looking. They're looking. Well, you, you know to, what you they're looking at? I'll tell you exactly what they're looking at. They are looking exactly at Eddie off Christmas Vacation, the big bulging, mean-looking guy. Standing. I love it. You do look and like they, him. I know. I look exactly like him. I look exactly oh, like Eddie off Christmas Vacation. You tell me something. You knock three times on the door, and you come to the door, and big bulging Eddie from Christmas Vacation standing there. You're not. You're slamming the door and calling the cops, bro. No, I disagree. Okay. All right. All right. So, so take us back. So, you know, smiling, smiling is is number one. You side profile and you step back. If you're how tall are you? Six three. Six, three was it? Six three. Stand back at least ten feet from the door. That's a good so you point. knock on the door. You literally stand back ten feet and you don't stare into the door. The you know the glass by the door. You do the side profile. Mm. So they, they peek out, and they see you looking to the side, and then they'll open it. And then as they open the door, then you just kind of slowly turn your head and say, Hey there, mm. I'm Bradley. I bet I can save you some money on your home insurance. And you just keep it that simple. So what ha- what happens after that? I won't talk about the fact that my side profile makes me look like the Grinch off of uh, the Grinch. <laughs> what happens then if they say, Yeah, I'd love, you know, sure. Uh, are, you going, are, you going, are you going in the house, or are you just going to stand there? No, I don't go in the house because all I'm trying to do, and I've had other agents tell me, and with technology now, it mm-hmm. might be easier to actually quote and sell right there at the door, but I'm not mm-hmm. there yet. Mm-hmm. I will just pull out that small notepad, mm-hmm. and I I will break eye contact when they say, okay. And, it, you know, they might ask a few more questions, and that's where the salesmanship comes up. But now, when do you when you know, do you when do you make eye contact with them from the time that the door opens? When they open the door, and I'll okay. glance at them. I'm not I'm not never looking at them in the eye. Eye contact is critical too. And then you shake their hand. Wait, I misunderstood that. You are you saying don't up. Are you saying don't look them in the eye, or do look them in the eye? Well, when they say they want to see if you can save the money on their home insurance, then you pull out that little notepad. Okay. And you break eye contact, and you just say, what was your name? You get, okay, got your name. What's your best phone number? Then all of a sudden you have their best phone number. What's your best email? Mm-hmm. All right, and who are you currently with? And you ask some questions, and it's all feeling out the situation. If they're super friendly and super open, mm-hmm. you ask them almost all the questions right there. If they're kind of, like, hesitant, you got their best phone number, you got their best email. Obviously, you know their address. They'll always tell you who they're currently with. And then you say, when's the best time to call you? I could call you tonight or sometime tomorrow, tomorrow evening around this time work. Mm-hmm. You set up the appointment. And then from there, then you're hammering on, on the phones, email, texting, you know, getting that appointment set up for the next day. Mm-hmm. Are you worried about an X date relative to when their stuff's coming? I mean, they probably don't know that standing out on the front porch, but do you talk about that at all? Yeah. No, we don't, we don't do that up here in Minnesota. Okay. You mean like when well, I'm, not, I'm not saying we do it in Alabama. I'm just asking. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm trying Actually, to recreate it's like this. Twenty thirty years ago, isn't it? Yeah, true. I mean, maybe more for commercial, but for personal lines, right. yeah, I'm not worrying when they renew. We're just gonna 
you know, and then you, you prepare them. Say, it's going to be very simple. I already have most of the information I need. Mm. Like when I call you tomorrow, I'll just verify the vehicles. I'm going to run you through. And then when they tell you they're with farmers or whoever, do you know what you're paying a month on your auto? You might as well jot that down right at that time. Well, wait a second. Most wait a second. You just, you just ask them when they open the door. I bet I can save you some money on your homeowner's insurance. So we just went through this like small script together, and I never heard a mention of auto sure. insurance. When did you just then? Well, when did bundling we is because you know bundling is essential to get the best rate. But and did, but, I want to keep that pitch so short. Mm-hmm. I could say your auto home umbrella, your toys, because what I used to say is, "Hi, my name's Troy Thompson. I'm an independent agent mm-hmm. with Pinnacle Insurance. We're around the corner." And just so you know, what an independent agent is is we have a lot. But that's just way too much mm-hmm. info for them to digest. So mm-hmm. you keep it. And then as you're gathering that info, mm-hmm. you know, when you're writing it down on the notepad, yeah, we're independent. So you're selling what you do as you're gathering the info. But the key is to keep it as short as possible to get the conversation going mm-hmm. and gather that information to call them later. But do, <laughs> but do you ask as you're getting towards the end of your information, do you say, hey, would you mind if I quoted your autos as well? Or do you just do it? I don't even say do you mind. I just if they if they balk on it, I'll say, well, yeah, you're you have your auto and home together now, right? Mm-hmm. And ninety five percent do, so we're, right. we're going to need to do that to get you to save you money on your home. Gotcha, <clears throat> gotcha. And and tell our listening audience, our two hundred and fifty thousand insurance agents that are listening to this. That is amazing, by the way. Two hundred fifty thousand. No problem. Yes, it, it is amazing. So so tell <laughs> tell the two hundred and fifty thousand agents that are listening right now. Tell them what your closing ratio is on this, because I saw this on YouTube, and it's amazing. Yeah, on average, five leads per hour. And the nice thing about these leads is you know, like if it's a crappy house mm-hmm. with stuff, right. you just skip right over that house, mm-hmm. like trampolines and many too many broken-down cars. Mm-hmm. You know, the roof is just your, your hoarder profile. 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, you profile the house right. and the yard and everything. You're like, okay. They take care of their yard. They're a good house. They're good people. I'm going to go to them. So you go to only the good people. Mm-hmm. You get out of every hour, you get five leads. Mm-hmm. You'll call all of them. You'll probably quote three and sell one. So you work for three hours, you'll sell three households. What's the most common objection you hear? Get the hell out of my yard. We're, we already <laughs> we already have insurance. Mm. So does everyone else. Great. Have, I'm like, oh, really? You're that one person with insurance. Exactly. All right. Have you have you ever? I mean, no, what's, no, what's the worst? Tell us about the worst experience. No, let's be serious for a second. What do you do in those situations when they're kind of gruff with you and they're like, because I, I'm just here to tell you, Troy, this situation right here that we're talking about was was put on this planet of Earth for Scott Howell. This is this is what I could do this all knock on, on doors yeah, all day long. This you want, is so you want to know the best idea ever? This is this is all me. You want to know right the here, best brother. idea ever? Go you go get Travis. That works with Jason Will, right? And have him follow you around and knock on doors uh, and do a vlog. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I actually was sitting here thinking about that, but yeah. Let's talk seriously for one second about um, what do you what how, what is your reaction and what do you do when somebody's a little gruff and they're like, "Hey, no, nah, we're good. We got insurance." Oh well, I learned that in Southwestern. You just go to the next door. Yeah. Be friendly. Yeah. You don't debate people if right. people are gruff. Right. I mean, you read people even if they're willing to talk to you if sure. they're if they're the type of person you don't want to work with thank them right. then hustle to the next house before right. you Get you know shot. think about them being rude or anything right. there's right. there's right. unlimited prospects right tell right. me so, tell me something troy I, I want to hear two stories i want to hear 
the best experience you've ever had at a house, and I want to hear the worst experience you've ever had at a house. Oh, wow. I don't know if he wants to tell that. Feel free to exaggerate for the podcast. Day. I'll give you my best day selling door-to-door, and it wasn't insurance. Okay. It was okay. I was in, it was with Southwestern, and um, it was in Bentonville, Fayetteville, Arkansas area. You know that area? The I north. Uh, I know it well. West. All right. Well, the, that morning, I knocked on Jim and Lynn Walton's door. Bam. And I got rejected. Really? Re- rejected by Jim Walton. He said, I think we're pretty dialed in. but That's Walmart, such right? cool family. Yeah. Yeah. They were worth $20 billion. All right. Well, well let's, back up. let's back up for a second. <laughs> uh, like, when you're sure. walking out, did, did they live in a 27 million square foot house? I mean, are you no. walking up to a mansion? Probably a $250,000 house. Okay, cool. It was a, it was a Rambler. Yeah. And okay. it was just really cool to see that. Yeah. But that day, I was like, I'm not going to let that deter me because I mm. had to get super pumped up, just the butterflies, to, mm-hmm. to knock on their door. For whatever reason, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. So I went to Pea Ridge, Arkansas, and that was just such a magical day. I think I sold 200 units, which is making eight, 900 bucks for the day, and that was 20 years ago. So it felt good. That was my first year selling books, and um, it seemed like every single person said yes. And wow. it's just amazing how you can build on that momentum. Mm-hmm. And all the way down to 10:30 at night, and I was like walking on air. Mm-hmm. How uh, how good of a day I had, and um, that was probably my best day ever knocking on doors. And I've had many of those selling insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when I would come home in those days, I wouldn't get any sales. Mm-hmm. My wife, you know, says, you know, you never know. You went out and did the work, which is so true. You control right. the controllables. Right. And the funny thing is, people still call me from five years ago. You know, when I had quoted them, and they're like, yeah, I had your magnet on her refrigerator right. and i'd like to get insurance now so and those are people that i never thought it would sell so it's kind of cool so tell us so about your worst was, time oh like a work a bad experience probably just to get you cussed out oh, getting cussed out the spot here come Pro- on probably just getting <laughs> probably just getting sorry. just like somebody it's that been was raining in, here yeah. all day right all day here in minneapolis mm-hmm. and um and there was a time this is with insurance my wife it was on a Saturday, and she dropped me off in the middle of this neighborhood. I think it was at 10 in the morning. And I said, come back at noon. And uh, she didn't. I think she came back at, like, 2. So, And it was raining the whole time. So I was soaked, and I was just, I was just hustling between the houses, and everything was wet. And it was a miserable experience. But um, so I... You know, chewed my wife out a little bit, but hey, I think I got some some sales out of it. I wish I had some specific stories for you. I just had you guys should have prepared me for those. I could have thought of some, but none are really coming. Sorry, coming to my oh, head man, right that's, now. That's no problem. So, so essentially, uh, what you're doing is getting their information, oh, getting permission a to I give a, a quote. Okay, I have a good one. All right, and this was probably eight nine years ago, right when I started. I was like, I want. This guy was so rude to me, and he was younger than me. I was about 33, and he um, was maybe 27 in a nice house, 26. And he said just some very rude things to me. And for some reason, he just rubbed me the wrong way. And I said, you're not going to deter me. But when I left that house, I said, I want to make enough money so I can knock on his door in in a few years and tell him I could buy his house with what I make in a year. And... (laughs) And I still drive by that guy's house to this day, and I always look at it. But 
You know, that was one thing I told my wife, too, and she said, Troy, you should never do that. But it's <laughs> nice to know I could, right. you know, just, just as a way to, find, to finally stick it to him. So he motivated me. So that was kind of a, a negative and a positive story at the same time. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Rocket, rocket fuel is what I call that. No doubt, no doubt. So, so let's move off that. Although I absolutely love, love, love that, the only company that I hear of that still does that on a regular basis is Edward Jones. Edward Jones. Edward Jones, yeah. Yep. Yeah. They do, and their agents or their advisors are very successful doing right. it. Absolutely. And uh, the, the number, the hardest door for anybody out there listening is your car door. That's why I had my wife drop me off because I didn't have an option. But well, I'm gonna be, sitting I'm gonna in be, that, I'm gonna be writing car, that. I'm gonna be writing that down. That's gold right there, guys. He's spitting gold. So write that down. <laughs> the hardest door That's to open is your car door. Yeah. Uh huh. You open your car door. You get the momentum going. It's not that hard. You know. You listen to something motivating on the radio. I like to listen to Grant Cardone on my mm-hmm. cell phone, and you just go and you turn it down when they pick the. You know, answer mm-hmm. the door and away you go. Absolutely. That, that, yeah, if he can't motivate you to knock on doors, yeah, just pretend like he's with you and do what you would do if he was with you. <laughs> so, exactly. so the next exactly. thing, the next, the next thing I want to talk about is agency intelligence, which you went to last week. I do not get invited to things like that because it has the word intelligence in it, and obviously in the insurance business, nobody's going to invite me to something like that. But so it had talked about automation, lead gen, and you know. Um, just just lots of great information from a lot of people that are just at the tip of the spear in terms of progressive understanding technology and, and processes. And, and let's talk a little bit about that. What are some things that you learned out there last week? That, that And remember, keeping in mind that this podcast is to help every insurance agent out there, whether they're an associate agent or a principal agent, and moving a step forward and improving their business. What are some of the things that you learned out there last week? Just the uh, – you. I couldn't have said it better myself. These guys are innovators. I would say, I mean, Jason Cass is brilliant. I would say um, Nick Ayers is like a Steve Jobs type with, mm-hmm. with the stuff he's doing with his new agency. that he's. he's and they're all so fun. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Wes Anderson, I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's a technology guru that's – really uh, helping implement VAs from the Philippines and Colombia. This guy is amazing. Agency VA, Preston Schmitty, too, with his Facebook generation. Matt and Zach, I had a beer with those guys, with GNN. So nice. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. The most genuine guys. Yeah. Yeah, they inter- and that's, that's the, the shift a lot of us mm-hmm. have to make is that None of these guys introduce themselves as insurance agents mm, right. or insurance agency owners. Matt and Zach, they're entrepreneurs. Right, right. Wes, he's like a technology entrepreneur guru. Preston Smitty, he's a marketer who happens to sell insurance. So you're, you, you just have to shift your mind and think bigger and think about how to scale. That's what these guys are doing. And I'm not even close to there yet, but it's an honor to just hang with them for a yeah. few days and mm-hmm. see what they're doing and know where we're going as an industry right so so let's run down the list of things that maybe you picked up while you were there let's first of all let's talk about automation what are some of the things that you that you heard or saw that you were like holy shit what what are some of the things you saw there (laughs) well i can give you the hot button word that i'm going to try to learn more from oh another thing west does is slack 
So we're implementing Slack as much as we can in our agency. And uh, we have... Let's talk a little bit that. about that yeah, because I, that's, that's an app that I believe in, but I struggled to really find how to use it in the agency. Yeah. yeah. What is Slack? Because mm-hmm. I don't even know what Slack is. It's just like an inner office tool where you can message each other. And not only people in your office, you can message other mortgage brokers, for example. Mm-hmm. So I set up a mortgage broker and her team and help teach them how to use it and created a channel. So now they have an insurance channel for us, for me. And um, if they have questions about Slack, I can help them. And I don't know a lot, but I knew a little bit more than them, at least to set it up. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just helping them learn how to use it. It's fun. You can send gifts to each other, but there's so much more you can do. You can do um, communication, video, you know, live videos mm-hmm. through Slack. And it's all part of the uh, part of the package. Bradley, what do you, do you know, know about it? Do you know the backstory of that company? Here we go. No, but I was the guy, you know, I was looking, I saw a podcast. I haven't listened to it they, yet. They were, the and this is, this is, don't take this verbatim, but they were like a financial company and they needed a way to communicate with each other. So they basically built Slack as a way just to communicate for their finance company they, they the business was failing. They were they were they were going out of business, and they brought in an external consultant to take a look at their business. And the guy's like, "Okay, the financial stuff sucks, but this is your product." And that's how Slack was started. Is that it? Right Isn't that there? crazy? Yeah, kind of like three M posting notes. Right, right, right. So if you don't have to develop something, yeah. If you don't have if you don't have some agency uh, management system that allows you to uh, communicate with each other. Slack would would if everybody downloaded that on their computer, they, they could literally just have an inner office yeah. messaging there, right? What, Is that kind of what we're talking about? What about oh, Billy yeah, Williams? Absolutely. Is Billy there? Oh, of course, Billy was. And I, I'm sorry, I missed Billy. He is such a, I mean, ex-military guy, super mm-hmm. fun guy. That is all about the processes and and the stuff he does and and teaches yeah. is is absolutely amazing. Billy, so, yeah. uh, Billy, and I have been going back and forth for months about getting him on this podcast. He wants to do it. It's just, he makes, it's just, he makes a, it so simple. He simplifies yeah, it. Yeah. Takes the motion out of it. You can have the empathy and everything, but you know, it's all fact, you know, factual. And so do what you're supposed to do and look at the numbers. So, so what are, what are some of the things you learned out there relative to lead generation? What'd we learn out there as far as lead gen goes? That I need to, to learn it yeah. or I can pay people a lot of money to do it for me. Those are the two options. Well, when when you say the word lead generation <laughs> to me, that's a pretty damn broad word. I mean, it is. lead generation okay. yep. could be door knocking, it could be internet leads, sure. it could be cold calling, it could be, I mean it could be a thousand different things. So, what are you what did you see out there in terms of what some of these okay. real real cutting edge guys are doing as far as lead gen? Well, that's it's Facebook. Yeah. And that's what everybody thinks they should do, and that's why I'm glad we're talking about going door-to-door, because you can get mm-hmm. caught up at your office mm-hmm. 10 hours a day trying to figure out how to create a funnel to mm-hmm. generate these 10, 20 leads a day that you see everybody's generating. Mm-hmm. Or you can just go knock on doors. And you, or you can go knock on doors for free and uh-huh. sell three people and make 1000 bucks in a day, and that'll renew the next year, too. I love you. <laughs> so... That's the difference, and I want to learn to do the Facebook stuff too, mm-hmm. but I I need the money or the time, and we're short on both of them as everybody is. But it's just being intentional because I think that the way to scale is you know creating tens of if not hundreds of leads a day and distributing them out to people, mm-hmm. and you know whether it be mortgage brokers or you know insurance leads and 
different things like that. Yep. So, so if I had to ask you this question, I have the option of downloading off one of these sites like Sales Genie. You know, I can I can drill down to you know high credit score, high income, nice house, nice neighborhood. Download four or five hundred of those on an Excel spreadsheet and call them, or go get in my car and go to a, a really nice neighborhood. And, and which one of those two would you do? All right, it depends. That's not on... a loaded question at all. No, I'm just I'm just asking. Which one would you I, do? If you I had like to going door to door. I do like going door to door. And if if I needed to get the leads that week or get the business and mm-hmm. sell stuff that week, absolutely, I'd go door to door because it's it's an instant return, instant gratification. Hey, Troy. You so know, somebody like what? So yeah. When you go door to door and you get somebody to agree to quote, obviously you're going back to the office and following up with them. Is it you that gives them a call, or do you pass that off to somebody that handles that for you? Because in my head, I'm always thinking about how to delegate more efficiently. Like, what if I go knocking door to door, I get somebody interested, and I immediately through Slack notify one of my team members, and they call them immediately and work on it right That's then. That's smart. That is smart. Or I like te- that. Or just, Can I use that idea? Or just text. What's or just, that? Or just text. Can you, yeah, absolutely. Just let me know the results. Yeah, text the team. Just text the team member the uh, yeah. piece of notebook paper that you just took the notes on. Yeah. Hey, here's your, I, here's I don't think lead, lead gen is part of the equation. I think lead gen probably stirs the drink, but you do have to have the people and everything set up on the back end to handle it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to, to – I have problems just like every other agency does. I, want, I need to hire another salesperson right now, Right. work on our processes. We are letting everybody work virtually at, on our team, so they're very really? happy right now. But I have That's to, amazing. Yeah, by the end of the year – Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. You're blowing my mind here. Did you just say <laughs> that you're letting all of your team members work from home? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Yep. So, so like, nobody works to office besides a skeleton? I'm skele- going to come in because it's five minutes from me. The sales guys probably will come in here, and I want to bring more salespeople in and let all the, uh, you know, the service-type people who are super important, and we have a great culture, but... I read the book um, Virtual Culture, too, by the way. That's an awesome book by Brian Miles. I've read that like five times in the last few months. I'm buying it right It'll now. It'll just get you pumped up. Wait, what is it, it called? What is it? I'm so stuck on this virtual. What, what, what was the name of the book again? I'm sorry. Virtual Culture. Because nobody likes to commute. It's, mm-hmm. here in Minneapolis, it's going to be a terrible commute today because right. it's raining, and people are going to spend an hour in their cars, and they hate it. So once they can work from home, they're going to have two more hours a day with their family. They're going to be happier. Once the word gets out even, imagine other people are going to be knocking on my door trying to, to work for me so they can work from home. Yeah, but don't you have don't you have people that have the self-awareness like I do? Like like people ask me all the time about working from home. I can't I cannot work from home. I mean, I do I work on I work on the road all the time. But I, if if I was in a day to day grind type of job, which I'm not anymore, I don't know that I could work from home. I just don't know if I could do it. You know, I like my team so much. I said, if you guys, if you if it doesn't work, we're going to still have our office space. We're not going to mm-hmm. get rid of that for for a while. So mm-hmm. they can come back in if it's too hard for them to to work from home. Because right. I can totally see that. Right. From what and I I'm testing this. I I don't know if it's going to work, but right. 
You're giving it a shot. Read anyway. that book. Listen to that book, mm-hmm. and it's it's the way of the future. Yeah, yeah, I really do think it's the way of the future. Well, Troy, I want to thank you for being on the show. I've got to wrap this thing up, but I want you to know how much I appreciate you being on the show today, guys. Listen to me. Get your ass out from behind that desk and stop aggressively waiting for the phone to ring. Go out there and sell some insurance. Make some money for you and your yep. family. Go ahead and, and write good business for the company that you represent. Write good business for the agency that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Love you too, man. Thanks, Troy. Hey, guys, you are listening. Oh, so fun, guys. You are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to bradleyflowersinsurance.com or email him at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.